Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you walk on wax, you save your floors. The Johnson Wax Program, presenting Marion and Jim Jordan as Fibber McGee and Molly. Williams and his orchestra open the show with Thanksgiving. make your housework easier and to have floors and linoleum that everyone will admire. Use Johnson's self-polishing glow coat, the remarkable no-rubbing polish that makes linoleum gleam like new while you sit back and watch. Just apply and let dry. That's all there is to it. In a few minutes, your floors will be sparkling with a beautiful protective polish which acts as a shield against dirt and wear. If you have inlaid or printed linoleum, linoleum rugs, rubber tile, asphalt, painted or varnished wood floors, be sure to protect them with Glow Coat, G-L-O hyphen C-O-A-T, Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat. Vista University football team is playing Saskatchewan tomorrow, and with Molly away visiting her Aunt Sarah, Fibber has volunteered to be a speaker at the pep meeting tonight. And here, approaching the gymnasium with Silly Watson, who is trainer for the team, we find Fibber McGee and company. What'd they say when they got my letter offering to make a speech tonight, Sil? Well, they're going to they're, they're make you guess the honor, please, so on account of how you told them in your, in your letter what a football player you used to be, please. Oh, I see. <laughs> now, by the way, Sil, who's our team playing tomorrow? Says you. Says who? Says you. That little old university of Saskatchewan, please, sir. We call them Says you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where are you going now, Sil? Well, i got to get back to the training quarter, please, sir. i got to get myself ready for the game. I'll see you now, sir. Okay, Sil, I'll see you later. Oh, hi there, sis. You going to the pet meeting? Oh, yes, sir. Are you? You betcha. I'm the guest of honor. Fibber McGee, Yale Op 3. Oh, gee, really? Mm-hmm, yep. I'm an old Yale aluminum. Well, I'll bet they give you a locomotive when you go in. Locomotive? Uh-huh. I'm Fibber McGee, sis, not Casey Jones. <laughs> well, come on, let's go in. 
You can sit near me and tell me who's who. All right. <laughs> All right, kids, start the meeting. I'm here. I'd better tell them, Miss McGee. You boys! Yeah, it's, it's me, Fibber McGee. Come on, kids, let's welcome our guest of honor. What's the matter with McGee? He's all right. Who's all right? McGee. <laughs> Come on, gang. Let's start off with that rousing old whistle, Bissy Yell. All together now. Muster hair, soil their faces. We must win. Goodness gracious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's nice cheer. <laughs> Well, we girls playing tomorrow, Wellesley. Ah, <laughs> oh, Mr. McGee. Oh, boys, come on, sing our wistful Mr. Fight song for Mr. McGee. Did you ever see a team handsome as our team? Did you ever see a team handsome as our team? Did you ever have a team thrill you with let's hit that line? Gee, but it's grand, and it's too, too divine. Whistle, whistle on the field, fighting for goodies. Whistle, whistle will not hear, fighting for goodies. Did you ever find a football right in your arms, saying, come on, let's go through? Well, the team that's easy, that was once through the breachy, is the team of whistle, whistle, you. you fellow students. Thank you. As I look into your young faces, it takes me back to my own college days. Don't be gone long, Pop. <laughs> I was the star kicker of old Siwash. Many's the time the coach used to say to me, McGee, he'd say, you do more kicking than all the rest of the boys put together. I was the big toe of the Big Ten then. Pigskin McGee, I was known as in them days. Oh, my. Pigskin McGee, positively the most popular pachyderm and padded pants, prodigious passer, plunger and punter, perfect powerhouse and pile driver, plays, pounding opponents to pulp, pleasing patrons and press, and predominating the pigskin picture, public and private, from Pensacola to Pittsburgh. <laughs> In other words, I... Oh, hi, Ted. Hello, Fibber. Marvelous feet. Oh, thanks, Ted. Anything I can say about your marvelous college band, I'll be glad to. I wish you'd advocate more men for my marvelous college band. Why, Ted? Well, there's a lot of colleges we can't play until we have more musicians. Why, Mr. Weems? Well, we always braid out on the field and form the initials of our opponents. We only got enough men for three letters, so we'll have to have about 20 more musicians before we play UCLA. <laughs> I'll make a note of that, Ted. What you going to play now? Varsity Sue. Okay. Fellow students, Ted Weems and his boys enter a claim for musical damages. Varsity Sue. Take it, Ted. <laughs>
students, the, the reason I'm here tonight is to give you the benefit of my vast experience as a coach and player. I'll never forget the game between Yale and Princeton when I carried the ball around the end. Around which end? Around the end of the season, but. <laughs> now, if there's any questions... Oh, Mr. McGee, will you tell me something? You? <laughs> Anything, sis. Well, what if all the air should come out of a football while it was in play? In that case, sis, it'd be declared out of bounds. Till they blew it up again. <laughs> to get it, I said it'd be out of bounds. Ain't funny, McGee. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll take the penalty. Any other questions, sis? Yes. Why does the football team wear all those pads and stuffing in their shirts and trousers? Well, confidentially, sis, that's so the opposing team won't see what a skinny bunch of runts they really are. <laughs> Never forget when I played in the Michigan Army game when I dashed down the field and intercepted a mash note from the dean of women to the... Uh, <laughs> and the time we was playing Dartmouth, it was in the last quarter intend to go... And I'll bet my last quarter you intend to go get another can of Johnson's Wax, the finest protective... Harpo. Oh, how are you, Fibber? You a football player here, Harpo? Yes, I'm a lineman. Oh, a lineman, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I always says the best place in the world to watch a football game from is the top of the telephone pole. Oh, all right, all right. No college spirit. Now, how many of you would like to hear more about my own gridiron days? <clears throat> well, uh, let's call on our coach, Nick DiPopoli. What are you going to talk about, Pop? I am telling these fine student bodies all about the skin that is loving to touch me. The pig skin. <laughs> <laughs> well, hop to it, Nick. Give him the old pop, Depepolis, or Pap Depopolis. Oh, sure, Fisher. Dear fellow stupids and coeds, which in private I am calling cutie pusses when she is not listening to my wife. We are being with me tonight to kid myself into thinking we are not losing tomorrow. As your footsie ball coaches, we must everybody and each get behind himself and fight for his Alma's mother. You grab me? <laughs> We are working out some very ingenious tic-tacs, which will probably be fooling these visiting teamsters and maybe us, too. We have some good forwards passing, plenty of good substitutes, and I think every one of me is on my toenails to bring home some bacon and eggs for Whisper Vista. Yay! Besides, any team which is having Butch Dromsky to play with it is having everything I need for winning except one thing, and I'm sure we have that, too. Because my cousin, George Stanikopoulos, is being the referee. <laughs> well, that is all I can have him to say, so until tomorrow, I will see you all out of the grandstands. But you won't see me there if we are losing. <laughs> I'm just joking. You think so? Well, thank you, Coach. As I was saying, fellow yes, students... please, everybody. I have some bad news. Oh, what's the matter, Charlie? The faculty just issued a statement. Which Dromsky is declared ineligible for tomorrow's game. Oh. He failed in history. Well, I'll be glad to help Butch with his history. Oh, but you ain't the kind of a date he'd forget, sis. <laughs> yeah, but we got one last chance. The new history prof says he'll give Butch a special examination just before the game tomorrow, and if he passes, he can play. Hooray! But he probably won't pass. Oh. Still, he might. Hooray! Well, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Listen, students, we ain't getting any place this way. We gotta be practicable. Let's call Butch Dromsky up here and shoot him a few questions. Oh, here he comes now. Butch, you! Oh, Butchie, Butchie! Come here, darling. Oh, hello, baby. Hello. <laughs> 
Yeah, how are you, huh? Are you Butch Dronsky? Yeah, what's all the excitement about? <laughs> well, you can't play tomorrow unless you brush up on your history. I'm going to give you a little informal test. Okay, go ahead. Well, let's see now. Uh, what'll I ask him first, sis? Oh, ask him about the fall of Troy. Good. Listen, Butch, who defeated the Trojans? The Washington Huskies, seven to nothing. <laughs> oh, Butch, you were simply wonderful last week when you kicked that forward pass. Yeah, kick that forward. Ain't some people dumb, though. <laughs> One more question, Butch. What was the Louisiana purchase? Are they buying players down there? How much was they paying? <laughs> oh, dear, I'm afraid Butch can't play. And all on account of that new history professor, the old nearsighted mossback. Shucks, if I was a few years younger, I'd leap into the fray myself. Hey, that's an idea, fellas. Hey, now, wait a minute. I, I mean, my rheumatism... No, no, I don't mean for you to play, Mr. McGee. Listen, listen, uh, Margie. Didn't you say the new prof was nearsighted? Uh-huh, he can't see a thing without his glasses. So look, I'll swipe his spectacles, and tomorrow Mr. McGee can take the examination for more. Okay, gang, let's give 15 for McGee. 15? Chucks, it ought to be worth more than that. Make it 50. 10, 10 20, 30, 40, 50. Here we come, ready or not. McGee! <laughs> well, thanks, boys and girls, thanks. Now let's close the pep meeting with a song from Clark Dennis. What you want to sing, Clark? Summertime. Summertime? This ain't a baseball meeting, Clark. This is a football meeting. I know, but in summertime, I can get hot. You can... <laughs> okay, summertime. Take it, Theodore. Here's 
the history room, Mr. McGee. I hope this works. Maybe I shouldn't have agreed to take this exam, bud. They say college history's pretty tough. Why, you said you used to teach it. Uh, yeah, I, I know, but there's been a lot of history made since then. Hey, hey. <laughs> Jiggers, here comes a prop. I better huh? beat it. Good luck, Mr. McGee. Oh, <laughs> thanks, bud. Come, found it. Where'd my glasses go? Oh, oh. What's the matter? <laughs> Can't you see without your glasses? Uh, don't be silly. Of course I can. See as good as anybody. Just wear glasses for a fix. Who are you? <laughs> I'm Fibber McGee, or uh, Butch Dromsky, Prof. Oh, yes. Well, let's go to my room for the history examination, room 13. Why, this is it, right here. Where? Right here. Hey, I thought you said you could see okay. Can. Got eyes like a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> What's it say on this door here? Door? What door? <laughs> A little dark in here. Better let me help you through the door, Prof. Take your hand off my arm. I've got eyes like a hawk. Come on. <laughs> Better wait till I open the door, Hawkeye. <laughs> Come on. Just follow me. I've got eyes like a hawk. Confounded bungling. I'll speak to the janitor. Putting desks right in the middle of the floor. Sit down, son, if you can find a chair. <laughs> There's about 50 of them here, Prof. 50? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I've written your questions down on this sheet of paper. That's not paper, that's a handkerchief. Oh. No wonder it blotted so bad. <laughs> written on the blackboard anyway, aren't they? Well, see, there's something written up there. Let's see, it says, I love the professor. Signs Phoebe. Say, hey, so erase that. My, my, naughty girl. Very, very naughty. Very pretty, though. <laughs> mm, uh, very pretty. I wonder if she meant that. <clears throat> well, look at the other black all day, Mr. Dromsky. Who? Oh, oh, yes, me. Uh, yeah, them are the questions, Prof. You see, they're very simple. Child could answer them. I uh, want to see that you're getting that game, Butch. Huh? Got five bucks on Wish for Vista. Oh. oh, you have, eh? Yep. Well, good luck. Game's already started, and I'm going down to watch. I'll come back between the halves and see how you're getting on. Now, bring me a hot dog. Uh, say, uh, you better let me help you through the door No, there. no. Got eyes like a hawk. Confound <laughs> <laughs> it. Somebody must have moved the whole chemistry laboratory in here. <laughs> President of the United States for one day. Name the provisions of the Magna Charta. What the heck is the Magna Charta? <laughs> Give a biography of King John. Why, shut. That eagle beaked old dim-witted sour puss of a professor. By the way, Butch, huh? don't look in that book over there on my desk. It's got all the answers in it. <laughs> <laughs> book with the answers? Why, why, let me have that book. Why, 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 shucks. This is, this is going to be child's play. Play, children.
James Fling and Elmo Tanner whistling goodnight kisses. Every year, more car owners are learning the wisdom of waxing their cars with Johnson's Auto Wax to keep the finish shining like a mirror, protecting the paint from sun, sleet, and road film. Johnson's Auto Wax and Cleaner saves car washings and greatly increases the trade-in value. So don't delay another day. Wax your car the Johnson way. There's the last one. That finishes the examination. <laughs> Hope the answers in that book were right. Oh, where's that clock? Oh, I'd die for alma mater. I'd die most any day. I'd die a pink or I'd die a green or any shade you say. Oh, I... Oh. Ah, how you doing, my boy? Well, I'm all through, Prof. Didn't bother me a bit. Hey, I see you found your glasses. Oh, yes. It doesn't matter, though. And see just as well without them. Eyes like a hawk. Uh, by the way, you look rather old for a college boy, Butch. Well, I know. Them, them uh, history questions yours aged me a little, Pop. I uh, see. These the answers? That's them. Mm-hmm. Very good. good. Very good. Splendid. You pass, Butch, my boy. Now go out and get into your uniform and be a hero. Into my... Hey, I can't... I mean, I... Hey, there's been a slight mistake. What's one mistake in 50 questions? Come, come. Not a second to lose. No. The trainer has your uniform already. He come has. on, Butch. Yeah. Shot. Oh, we haven't got any time to spare now. Yeah, but here's the door right here. Oh. Hey, Watson. Yeah. Here's Butch Gromsky. Get him into his uniform quick. Yeah. I'm going back to the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who the... Get you, Mr. McGee? Where Mr. Butch? I don't know. He ain't showed up. Shucks, I don't want to go out oh, there and get... Oh, Professor, say get you any uniform, please. So what kind of uniform you like? Oh. Right now, I'd like a cavalry uniform, including a horse. <laughs> well, you know, him, Mr. Butch, is tough. Oh, gee. Well, only it's going to be awful big for you. He'll put this on first, please. I can't wear this shoe, Sil. The heel's gone. That ain't no shoe, so that's a nose guard. Oh. <laughs> That Jimmy Durante playing left nostril on this. Yeah, well, well, hurry up, please, Mr. McGee. You ain't got much time. Oh, Sil, shucks, I don't want... Hey, uh, have I got time to take a shower? Shower? No, sir. The game will be over before you get to. It will? Which way's the shower, Sil? Uh, please, no, 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 Mr. McGee. You, you, you got to play. Yeah, come on now. Take your feet to any little pants. Oh, yeah. No, oh, she's just one foot to each leg. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Do you ever play much football, please? Who, me? Why, shucks, Sil, I... Uh, uh, well, confidentially, no. What's it like? You ever been in a train wreck, please? <laughs> oh, I got a headache. Hey, awful headache. What they got such big numbers on these jerseys for, Sil? Uh, that's for identification, please. <laughs> so uh, when they're taking you out of the mud unconscious, they're going to recognize who is it. Oh. <laughs> No, I, I, I'm afraid I'm going to have one of my dizzy spells. Oh, it, 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 it. oh I, I can't do it, Sil. My, my bum leg is killing me. Your what? My bum leg. Well, yeah, I fix that. So you just take this little old bottle, and when you go in, you use it, and you're going to feel okie-dokie, please. Oh, thanks, Sil. Yes, that way you better hurt me, oh. Well, folks, it's three to nothing for Saskatchewan and two minutes to play. Wistful Vista's been stalling desperately, hoping their great star, Butch Drumsky, might be reinstated at the last minute so he could... Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. A Wistful Vista player is running out on the field. Can it? Yes, yes, it is, folks. Number 23, Butch Drumsky's number. Yes, Butch Drumsky's entering the play, and there's one minute to go. The stands are going wild. Butch has on a nose guard today. It's hiding his face. 
Seems to be having a little trouble with his uniform, too. Seems to be too big for him. Now, let's see what we'll do. Signal. Swing back to the right. Wait a minute now. Butch is taking a drink from a bottle. Probably a last-minute swig of water. Now the ball is snapped. Butch has it, and he's away. He's up the line of scrimmage. He's down. No, he's through. He shakes them off. He's through to the secondary. He's running like a crazy man, galloping up the field. His pants are slipping. There's only one man between him and the goal line. He's tackled. He's down. No, he isn't. His pants up. The t- Tackle has his pants, but Tromsky is over for a touchdown! There's the gun, there's the gun, the game's over. Crystal Vista wins the game. And now, folks, we'll switch you to our portable microphone over there, where Butch is lying on the field, surrounded by his teammates. Hand back, fellas. How do you feel, Butch, old boy? Where's the trainer? Hey, hey, Watson! What's the matter, Mr. McGee? Water! Water. Give me some water. Yes, uh, we're here. Drink this here water, boy. That's it. That's it. <sighs> <Whew>. <laughs> hey, Sil, what was that stuff you gave me before I went in? I drank it all, and that's the last I remember. You, well, I didn't mean for you to drink it, please. I mean rub it in. That was horse liniment. Oh, sorry. <laughs> know that Johnson's self-polishing glow coat is the biggest selling no-rubbing floor polish in the world? Well, it is. And the explanation is simple. Glow coat is so easy to apply. It never streaks or smears. It dries in 20 minutes, giving a bright, beautiful polish to linoleum that has become faded and dull. A polish that keeps the floor clean and saves you the drudgery of floor scrubbing. Buy Johnson's self-polishing glow coat from your dealer tomorrow. And ever after, enjoy the satisfaction of having clean, shining floors with practically no work. Well, still, you got to give me credit. I saved the day for Wistful Vista. Yes, you sure did, Miss McGee. And I want to apologize, please. Apologize? What for? For giving me that Bronco body polish? <laughs> oh, that's okay. Made me feel like one of the four horsemen. No, sir. I didn't mean that, Mr. No. McGee, but I made a mistake and put two helmets on your head, one inside of the other. Oh, shucks. Huh? I noticed that, but I thought maybe we were playing a doubleheader. A doubleheader. <laughs> Good night, sir. Good night, folks. Good night, Molly. <laughs> A selection summertime from the production Porgy and Bess was heard on this program. This is Harlow Wilcox speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax and Glow Coat, Racine, Wisconsin, inviting you all to be with us again next Monday night at this same time. Good night. Remember, the American Red Cross deserves your support. Join now through your local chapter. This program has come to you from our Chicago studios. This is the Red Network of the National Broadcasting Company.
This is station WMAQ, Chicago. We invite you now to hear the Hour of Charm. <laughs> 